This is the Fantasy Football Zone. Yes, fantasy football. Beautiful women all in the end zone cooking up nothing but brats, burgers, steaks, and your favorite preferred beverage. Yes, that's fantasy football. No? Ah, here I was getting all excited. Richard, were you watching Spank Revision? Can't you tell by the way I walk? Oh, you better tuck that in. I'm gonna get that caught on a tripwire. Here's PJ and Todd. Hey, here we are once again, Fantasy Football Zone. I'm PJ Hees. I'm Todd, hello. Yes, and we're back, we're pumped, we're ready to go because week four is just about here and we've got all the advice you would ever need. At least we think we do. We were all right last week on our start sets. A little bit, yeah. You know, we went over them, and and we, look, and a lot of them were like, man, neither one of these guys did anything, unfortunately. (laughs) And then you have, you know, like, we're like, yeah, go with Jesse James. Great. Hey, here's Vance McDonald, everybody. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's what week three was around the league. It was expect the unexpected, especially with the teams that lost with Vikings, Packers, uh, Patriots. I guess you can throw Falcons in there because I think they were a home favorite over the Saints. That's that's the kind of week week three was. Yeah, and you know, poor Jimmy G. You know, yep, towards ACL, he's out. So I know I had to pick up a quarterback this week, mm-hmm. um, and I went with Andy Dalton because that was pretty much the cream of the crop. But that's what happens, right? If you don't have a solid backup, I have Derek Carr as my backup, but he hasn't really done anything that I'm loving. And uh, you just – that's fantasy football, right? you got to go with the flow, and you hope you don't get too many injuries and have too many weird week threes, and I guess that's the fun of it. Or the, the aggravation. The aggravation, yeah. Tackle the waiver wire as best you can because uh, you're going to need those guys coming up here. So, yeah, week three was something else. Now we're on to week four. Bye weeks finally kick in. The Panthers, Redskins, they're both off. So if you have a McCaffrey-Peterson backfield like myself, you are scrambling for running backs <laughs> this week. You're hoping Marlon Mack plays in Indy because he's on your bench and not much after that. Is Aaron Jones on your waiver wire or no? Jamal Williams is. Uh, See, that's where the tough decision is there. I don't know if I go for him or not, even though he's had the bulk of the carries with Jones in there. You know they're going to work him back in there. I mean, and I usually and, – and Buffalo? Okay. <laughs> I was all over you. I was all over you, and you yeah, knocked, exactly. and you knocked me out of my survivor pool. So, well done. Yep, Buffalo. They, they they listened to the last three weeks of podcasts with Todd ripping them, and they <laughs> took it all out. I'm taking credit against the Vikings. Yeah, <laughs> and then there was another situation there. Maybe if you watch the waiver wire, where uh, Chris Ivory ran for like 126 yards and a TD, and McCoy's status still up in the air for this week. So oh, he said he's playing. He says he's playing, but it looks like maybe the hot hand deal in Buffalo again. I would pick up Ivory if you have LaShawn McCoy. Yep. So, I mean, that, of course, the talented Mr. Ridley was uh, probably the number one pickup around leagues. Calvin Ridley, who's finally uh, getting the targets in Atlanta, the huge game. I've drafted him in two in my leagues, and he did very well on the bench. If we had bench points... <laughs> I tell you, one league I had Matt Ryan on the bench, and one league I had I had Ridley on the bench in both leagues, and I it was if bench points could ever factor into a score, could you imagine that? Like if you had, maybe there is a league out there where you give a you have a gimme where you can replace somebody. Uh, we'll slide him up there for points. That would be interesting. That that would get really interesting, especially with some of the decisions you'd make. Maybe you wouldn't be so lax or. Uh, 
tense going into the week weekend where if you could take a guy out i you know in one of my leagues we have ties you can tie which i don't like and a lot of leagues have uh, decimals, decimals yep, now we, which is good right because yep. you avoid ties mm-hmm. but i still have a league where you can tie and i've always thought that it should roll over to bench points yep. and that would be the tiebreaker of course then you get into what if one person has four guys on a bye that week but i just i don't yep. like ties mm-hmm. um i would do something to try to solve the tie personally and then the commission would get the nasty email about why this isn't. Uh... <laughs> That's not right. You can't do that. I, yeah, you know what? I don't. I am not a commissioner in any league. So kudos to all of you yes. who are commissioners. I mm-hmm. I just would not want the headache. I'm not. But uh, the guy I talked to in one of my leagues, he's like, I get texts every freaking day <laughs> about we have to change the scoring system. We have to expand the rosters. We should add more keepers. He's like, it's nuts. I'm like, are you kidding me? I didn't think there was that much. He's like, every day. One of our coworkers, interesting, they, they have a, uh, a taxi practice squad okay. where they can draft four guys kind of. You know, it's more geared towards it is a dynasty league. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times people take flyers on, you know, younger guys. Like I'm sure somebody had Calvin Ridley on their taxi squad, which is mm-hmm. interesting. I, you know, I'd never heard that before. Um, you know, I do a fantasy baseball league where we have a minor league draft and a minor league system. So, you know, kind of the same idea, but mm-hmm. interesting. I just, I love hearing about everybody else's setup, scoring. I mean, that's the great thing about fantasy. Maybe we should do that for question of the week there. Tell us your – if you've got a unique league out there, tell us about it. Yeah, we you can know. do that. That'd be yeah. great. Because, yeah, we, we need more ideas. We need to screw up our leagues more. So let us <laughs> – I can't yeah. win the simple one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can't win the just the basic scoring system. So let's really muck it up here. So, yeah, if, you, if you're in a league, you've got unique scoring or maybe rosters set up differently or uh, – well, I, I guess I'm in that big bonus point one where if it's a 40-plus yard play, you get a huge bonus. And uh, Matt Ryan scored 71 points in that league wow. this past week. Yeah, exactly. So you're looking at weird scores like that. So let us know out there. In fact, let's tackle our question from uh, this past week. It was, who – in your league, do you just dislike playing? Not just yeah, dislike. It's like keep keep going yeah, because yeah. my my uh, my answer is going to sound really bad if we just go with who do you really dislike? <laughs> so yeah, we there's always got to be a team in every league that you just you you look at it. The schedule's coming out, or you know you might not even look ahead of the schedule, but you see the weekly schedule and you're like, oh god, it's not this guy again. Yeah, I mine is my older brother. Really? It is my older brother because okay. he has a rabbit's foot in his ass. <laughs> and it's it was kind of like the Brewers-Cardinals game last night where the guy trips around third base, and that's how they lose. That's how he always wins. <laughs> you know, a quarterback kneeling, and so they lose a yard, and that's how you – I mean, it has been okay. some of the most unbelievable – and for some reason, he has this voodoo on me. Like mm-hmm. I cannot beat him for some reason. He had a pick six – uh, you know, for a win once yeah. uh, for for defensive point. I mean, it's just been ridiculous. So I hate playing my older brother. And have those been uh, playoff losses as well? Some have been, yeah. Okay. I mean, because we're yeah. in a lot of leagues together. We're yeah. in, you know, two of my three leagues we're in together, and we've been in leagues. You know, mm-hmm. I can't even count the number of leagues we've been in together. Okay, for me, it's got to be my friend Sam. Sam may have the worst roster some years in the league, but I know when I play him, I'm going down. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I may have 
you know, projection points, if you go by that, which I rarely look at because half the time they're wrong. I mean, it's a good gauge of what they think and uh, what they think you're going to score that week. I could, there were a couple times where I was supposed to smoke him by like 40 points and I'm the one getting smoked and I'm only putting up maybe 80 or 90, not even for that week. For whatever it is, I think we've been playing now 18 years in that league. I think I beat Sam in the regular season, maybe four times. It's bad. So he's really uh, put it to me and I've got maybe one or two back though in the playoffs, but every time in the regular season, I see, okay, when do I play Sam? Because that's going to be a loss. (laughs) Well, it's kind of like our, our funny guy on Twitter this week, Hunter VS, who, who tweeted in and said his sleepers were Antonio Brown, Todd Gurley, and Aaron Rodgers. That's funny. Yeah. So basically you have that team and somehow you still lose to Sam. Oh, yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's it's nuts. And Sam has not made the greatest decisions in the leagues. Uh, one time uh, he started Byron Leftwich when it was his rookie year and Peyton Manning. He was his other quarterback and Manning threw like five touchdowns that game. Wow. And by the way, Hunter yeah. VS, that's great. I, I, I like all your sleepers yeah, yeah. this week. Yeah, Hunter VS, you're the jackass tweet. Go, go out on a limb. <laughs> yeah, so you can be like Hunter VS and uh, you get the jackass of the uh, week tweet at Draft That Guy. So check us out on Twitter. We, I liked it. I thought it was good. Yeah, we're. <laughs> I think I know who that is, so I can get away with that. So again, check it out at Draft That Guy on Twitter. We're always interactive. Me and Todd will. We we like to post everything on there. Yeah, so. we'll answer you too. If you have a question, we will definitely answer you. Um, you know, we just saw one this morning, uh, the trade. And I got to yeah. be honest, I this one's from a day ago. Uh, Isaiah wanted to know, is trading Drew Brees for DeAndre Hopkins worth it if you have Goff and or Wentz at the backup quarterback spot? I say yes. Yeah, I um, say go for it because, yeah, top top flight receiver. And if you've got already two pretty darn good QBs. I mean, I look, you know, I think the Rams and Goff, I think they're going to sling it all year. I mean, in mm-hmm. the first three weeks, that's the way it's looked. I would, I would do that. I mean, it obviously depends on who his receivers are, but you know how much I love DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. And I know he's been dealing with some injuries, but for me, with a golf that you can plug in there, I, I think I make that deal. Yeah, Hopkins, you know, he's still over like 200 yards receiving. He's getting his, he's getting his catches. I know Breeze, the uh, level to trade him now. <laughs> Remember, yeah, we were saying there's something amiss with the Saints. And then they put up all the points again, and Breeze has five touchdowns in the game. But, uh, you know, they're giving up a lot of yards. But, uh, yeah, yeah, Breeze's trade value is up there right now. So I, I would make that move for Hopkins, though, to to solidify your receiving core if you have that depth at quarterback with, uh, what do you say again, Goff and um, – Wentz as well, Wentz, yeah. Well, Wentz, yeah, Carson, they kind of eased him back into it in Philly this week. But, you know, he's going to start putting up numbers too, so – yeah, I'd I'd make that I'd pull the trigger on that one for sure. I agree. And Saints will be interesting this week. It's going to be their first outdoor game of the season. Oh yeah. So, so. <laughs> we'll we'll see yeah. see what happens. I don't know what the weather is in uh, in uh, New York this weekend, but uh, you know, here we go. Yeah. No more no no dome. So we got other trade question as well for us. In uh, let's see, Tyler Boyd. He owns Tyler Boyd. He's been offered T Y Hilton. Do you take that trade? All day. Yeah, it's uh, Philip tweeted in and asked us, Tyler Boyd for T.Y. Hilton, worth the trade. He has Boyd. Look, I love what Boyd's done. He's looked great for two weeks. But T.Y. Hilton's the number one in Indy. Uh, You know, it looks like luck is going to be okay. Interesting, though, at the end of that game, though, they brought in uh, Brissette Brissette to throw the Hail Mary. Mary. So can luck not throw a ball 50 yards anymore? That was very telling, yeah, because before he could throw that, unless they don't trust that arm. 
yet. Yeah, but, I, you know, the chemistry between Luck and Hilton looks like it's the same as it was before he was out. So, mm-hmm. yeah, if that, that's me, I'm saying, yes, I'll take T.Y. Hilton. Thank you very much. Yeah, T.Y. 2 plus getting the – he's getting the targets, and like you said, he's the number one. So, anytime you get a chance to get a number one receiver and you have like a two or three, I mean, it's pull the trade on that. So – Okay, we'll do another uh, sit and start question too because we're getting those in and we, we take them up till kickoff too. So again, at Draft That Guy on Twitter, check us out. Uh, we'll we'll answer your questions and we'll try to give you some helpful advice. I, it was it was marginal this past week. I'll, uh, yeah. I'll, I'll admit <laughs> my Ke- my Keelan Cole love was uh, sorry Holly. Yeah, <laughs> we said Keelan Cole instead of Jarvis Landry, and yeah. then uh, Blake Bortles, the real Blake Bortles, yeah. please He's, stand up. He did, <laughs> and uh, Jarvis had a nice game. Um, you know, but yeah, we were right there. I mean, in the Jesse J, stunning. I didn't even realize this till I looked. But Eric Ebron had zero, had no Nothing. targets on Sunday night. He mm-hmm. had a, a goose egg, and you know, I guess that's kind of the thing with tight ends. Unless you have a Kelsey or a Ertz Gronk. Uh, yep. or a Gronk, yeah, the top three guys. Yep. It's it's kind of just uh, throw it against the wall and see what's going to stick each week. Yep. So this week we've got. Should I start Kirk Cousins? Against a banged-up Rams secondary or Carson Wentz, who's going against all a pretty decent Titans defense. What are you uh, thinking here? You know, look, I think I have Kirk Cousins. My my decision is going to be Kirk Cousins or Russell Wilson. I somehow survived the Kirk Cousins debacle last week and won. But and he still put up numbers, though. That's the he put almost 300 yards up. Yeah, it, you know, the fumbles lost the hurt fumbles me. The fumbles sucked. Yeah, um, I lost points there. But uh, I would say Kirk Cousins. The mm-hmm. Rams, you know, Phillip Rivers had a decent game last week, and the Rams' DBs are banged up. I mean, they're they're kind of banged up right now. If the Vikings have any championship aspirations, they better come out and look like a much better football team tonight <laughs> against the Rams than they did against the Bills. Yeah, because they look terrible. And I think, you know – I would think they come out with a chip on their shoulder mm-hmm. tonight. It's a prime time game. It's the first one that's going to actually be on Fox, I believe, yep. uh, off of the NFL Network. Mm-hmm. Huge, huge in the NFC, right? I mean, you're yeah. playing the Rams, who are probably going to be right at the top. Yeah, they're three um, all right now. So yeah, I, I'm I'm going Kirk Cousins there. Yeah, I'll 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 piggyback on that one because Cousins. Yeah, I've got him and Brady in the league, and I'm going to start Cousins over Brady because. We'll we'll talk about it coming up, but Brady's got a bad history against the team he's facing this week. So I'll roll with Cousins, but I do believe Wentz, he'll start putting up those Carson Wentz numbers we saw last year. I just don't think it's going to happen yet. They're still easing him in, I believe. I think, you know, a couple weeks, though, from now, Carson Wentz definitely is a guy you're going to want if he's – I mean, obviously he should be drafted on some teams, but I've I've seen some leagues where he's still on the waiver wire. Do you see a shootout tonight? Um, I do. I don't know. The, the, the problem is, you know, you, they talk about this vaunted Vikings defense. Uh, they've given up a lot of points. Yes. They've given up 29 points against the Packers. They gave up a bunch. I mean, a lot of it was where starting field position was for the Bills with some of those fumbles, back-to-back fumbles, whatever. But they've given up a lot of points. And with the Rams, they've been pretty Stout defense, like you said, though, against the Chargers. They gave up some points and some yards against them. So I, I I could see it being a shootout here, especially with the Vikings defense. They've 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 got to step up. I hope. I love a good shootout, especially on Thursday nights. <laughs> so yeah, we'll start off with the Thursday night again, Vikings, and they're at Rams. And uh this is one number, you know, Adam Thielen, 32 receptions so far this year. 
and over 338 yards. So, I mean, obviously he's having a huge year. So that kind of throws into our theory. They're, they're going to throw the ball. Dalvin Cook's a game-time decision. So their run game was absolute just terrible without Cook uh, last week against Buffalo. And the Rams, again, Todd Gurley, the two dumbasses said he was going to have an off year this year <laughs> earlier uh, on our pre- draft previews. Here. We, did, we did not say he was going to have an off year. Well, we just said well, we were worried about yeah, it. Yeah, so so it might still happen. Uh, but uh, Braden Cooks has come over. He, he doesn't have a whole lot of targets, but he's got a lot of yards, 336 yards so far, no touchdowns. So Cooks might enter the end zone uh, this week as well. Yeah, he had the touchdown taken away from him due to the penalty last week. Um, yep. You know, I have Robert Woods. I still think any three of those big receivers you're you're going to be in good shape with. I played Woods as a flex last week, and that helped me <laughs> tremendously. So I'm playing Woods tonight. I also have Thielen in another league. That's kind of why I survived the Kirk Cousins debacle. Um, so yeah, I, I Vikings running game. They showed me nothing last week. Nothing, and that yeah, everyone who we said pick up, I did pick up Latavius Murray. Yeah. He might have a bounce back game this week, but it's going to be tough against that Ra- that, that the Rams uh, front line and those linebackers. Well, so. you just looked at what had happened with Buffalo so far. I mean, nobody. I'm sorry, we had a hundred. There were 118 people on the Vikings in my survivor pool last week. Okay, and yeah. I'm sure it was probably pretty similar across the country. Mm-hmm. A lot of people lost their survivors last week. Thanks, Vikings, <laughs> once again, <laughs> letting everyone down. Just 17 like point usual. favorites. By the way. Yeah, at home. Yeah, that sucked. All right, we're up now to a game that is, well, this could be the fantasy hellhole game. It's the Jets and Jaguars coming up. I, I don't know. They, 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 I, I think there's one every week where you you don't expect it. But Jets, with it through, Sam Darnold's throwing it around. Uh, Enua has got 17 receptions so far, 212 yards. So he seems to be he, his favorite target. So, uh the Jets have got that going for you, and also Isaiah Crowell, but it's going to be tough sledding for him against this Jags defense this week. Yeah, I got to see something. I, there's nobody. I have Keelan Cole. He's he's on my bench this week. I'm not going to play him. Jets' defense has been pretty good. Jaguars too, could yeah. only put nine up against the Titans. See, that's what I'm afraid of. It's, this is another 9-6 game. Well, you just don't know, right? I yeah. mean, they look like world beaters against the Pats, and then yeah. somehow – Look, or I'm sorry, did they? Yeah, they against Bortles had a huge game against the Patriots where they, you know, he got uh, Cole and D.D. Westbrook involved. They were throwing the ball around nice. And even with Fournette out in that Pats game, they, they did great. But then, yeah, last week they didn't. They didn't put up. Yeah, no, I, they put up six. I'm sorry, the yeah. Titans won yeah. nine to six. So, yeah, yeah, they only put up six. And I, so, yeah, I, there's nothing here I really like. Mm-hmm. All right, up next, Dolphins and Patriots. Okay, so. I might get raked over the coals for this, but if you need a quarterback, Ryan Tannenhill has seven touchdowns so far in the years, put up almost 700 yards. If you're desperate need, maybe Garoppolo owners, you're looking for a QB, Tannenhill might be a decent option, especially going against this Patriots defense that has been not great this year. Just ask the Lions who really torched him this past week. You got to think the Patriots are going to come. I mean, they need to win this game. Yeah, it's a home game. So I for mean, them, yeah, one and two. You're playing the Dolphins, who are three and zero oh, divisional game. Uh, but I, who would have dreamt they would have laid an egg like they did against the Lions? Exactly on Sunday night. You know, maybe you say, well, the familiarity mm-hmm. that the Lions had with them, they definitely had a game plan of kind of grinding it out against them and not really giving Brady the ball. Um, so yeah, no, I. <laughs> mm-hmm. What are the Patriots doing at receiver? 
Josh Gordon was inactive on Sunday night. Yeah, you know, I would watch. have to imagine he's back now, maybe with getting a little bit of the playbook. But you never know with Belichick; he might hold him out. So, yeah, they're still waiting for next week to get Edelman back. So, and and my other thing about this is Tom Brady does not have good games against the Dolphins. He has, that that's the one team that seems to have been able to figure him out in that AFC East, and he he's always struggles. It's usually about a 220, 240-yard game for Brady against the Dolphins. For whatever reason, they seem to have it, and, and they've got a pretty def- decent uh, defensive backfield this week. Now, saying that, he'll have six touchdowns. The revenge of Danny Amendola coming into yes. New England. <laughs> yes, it is, that too. <laughs> he's he's going to have a huge game. How about Kenyon Drake, man? Five carries for three yards last week. Yeah, but that's the thing. The Patriots' defense, they give up a lot of rushing yards. They've given up over 143 rushing yards per game. So I mean, far. they ran for, uh, just looking at this now, uh, the Dolphins ran for, is this right, 41 yards last week. Yeah. And Tannehill had 26 of those. Yeah. That yeah, is that, incredible. So, I mean, the Pates, like I said, Patriots, Patriots have given up a lot of rushing yards. So, it, that might be a, Drake might have a big bounce back game. So, Dolphins, Patriots in Foxborough this week. Up next on the slate, Eagles and Titans. <laughs> I, I First off, I forgot to bring this up. Have you seen the Rashard Matthews story? I have not. Okay. You know, we, we're big target guys. We, we like to mention targets a lot. We like to look to see about targets. Yep. Well, Rashard Matthews, he's asking for his release from the Titans because he's not getting any targets. Can't catch the ball if it's not thrown to him. This is the first time I've seen this kind of report. I thought me and you were the only target guys that were always looking at it, but no, the players are obviously looking at him too as yeah, Richard Matthews, he wants out of Tennessee because he's not getting the targets. Mariota is going to be back this week. I saw he's going to play and he ended up taking the majority of snaps last week. Thank God. But it looks like he yeah. he's going to be back. <laughs> um still, I, you know, I I like Zach Ertz, which is kind of a no-brainer, so I don't even mm-hmm. know if I need to bring it up. My guy, Nelson Aguilar, uh, Carson Wentz, what happened? Did you guys have a fight? He didn't throw the ball yeah. at Nelson at all last week. Yeah. He was he was going to his tight ends, and I don't know if that was just him getting comfortable. Um, you know, what is it, uh, Goddard. Yeah, the, Dominique's boy, Dallas Goddard from South Dakota. Huge game. Yeah, he had a touchdown last week, yep. and so maybe if you, if you need to take a flyer on a tight end this week, he may be worth it because it looked – from last week, it looked like Wentz was looking for his tight ends. And what about Wendell Smallwood? Yeah, that too. Yeah, surprise. Corey Clement, we think you're going to have a huge game. He had a decent game, but yeah, Smallwood gets the touchdown, and it's there it is for Philadelphia. Is he going to be the new Darren Sproles? Is he worth a waiver wire claim? Mm, not yet. What, okay. do you, what do you think? I thought the same thing, and I didn't put one in, but somebody yeah. else in my league did. Yeah, I, I don't think – because they have a log jam there. If Ajayi's back, then he's not – I mean, he's Ajayi is practicing this week, so I mean, if he's back, then that's you'd have to go four deep. Yeah, I mean, it depends what kind of depth you have. If you have a couple guys not doing anything, I guess you could take a flyer on him and see how it works out. But yeah, you know, it's tough. He's still he's still the third guy there technically, but will he have a Darren Sproles esque like role? Yeah, he might. All right, Texans and Colts up next. Texans, man, they have got to be one of the most disappointing teams. Zero and three starts. But, you know, they're they're putting up – Deshaun Watson's putting up decent fantasy numbers, 871 yards, five touchdowns he's throwing. Uh, Hopkins and Fuller, they both are over 200 yards receiving. So, I mean, they're throwing the ball, but, again, with Houston, they can't run the damn thing. Yeah, I would have Fuller in my lineup uh, this week, to be honest with you, as a yeah. – a, he's, he's started well, and it looks like he's going to continue to get his targets. Um, you know, 
Colts only allowed 20, 20 points. And the Colts defense has actually been other than it's been surprising. Other good. than the Cincinnati game week one, and one of those was a defensive touchdown. They've looked pretty good against uh, Washington and Philadelphia. Um, so if you have a Colts defense, you might want to think about throwing them out there just from what we've seen so far out of the Texans. Um, yeah. But, and, yeah, nothing – love nothing here. <laughs> not nothing. Again, like I said, I'm hoping Marlon Mack gets back for the Colts. Uh, it sounds like they might ease him back into the backfield there. So, I mean, that might be another running back option if you're as desperate as I am. So, there's that. And, well, T.Y. Hilton, I guess, and, and Andrew Luck, if Luck can throw the ball over 40 yards. <laughs> which apparently is an issue since they had him in for the Hail Mary. So, that's Texans and Colts always in a great AFC South rivalry as well. All right, here we go, Todd. Bills and Packers. What are we going to expect out of this one, fantasy-wise? Because here's this Bills team with Josh Allen, the great rookie quarterback, right? He leads his team in rushing. Josh Allen has uh, 97 yards rushing on the year, which leads the Bills in rushing. Yeah, I know I've bagged on the Bills a lot, yeah. but if you have Shady McCoy this week, I would definitely have him in the lineup because the Packers have not shown that they can really stop the run yet. Mm-hmm. And they've also shown that they've given up some big yards on the running back swing route out of the backfield, right? Which yeah. McCoy obviously mm-hmm. is, a, is a big target for. So I yeah. like Shady McCoy this week. Okay. Um, as far as the Packers go, you know, Jimmy Graham's got the knee. Um, yeah, that developed late too in the week. So. He practiced today. Okay, so he he practiced today. So I don't think it's going to be a. I, I think he'll play, but I would definitely keep an eye on it. Uh, Geronimo Allison, if he is out there on your waiver yeah. wire, I think he might be worth picking up. I know Randall Cobb was one of our start sit questions last week, and you went with him yeah. again. He had eleven targets, but he had several drops. He had the fumble late, mm-hmm. um, you know, and he owned it and said, "Look, back to work." I don't think that. A-Rod's going to stop throwing it to Cobb just because of their history. But the more Allison makes plays, you know how Rodgers is, right? When he gets a guy who's making plays for him, he starts looking for that guy. So if Allison's on your waiver wire, I would I would think it's probably worth picking him up. And guess who leads the team in receiving yards right now? Uh, for the Packers? Yeah. Geronimo Allison? It is. Wow. Allison leads at 209 yards. He's got a couple yards lead over Devontae Adams, but – like you said, Rodgers, he can't practice right now. It's driving him nuts, which – He practiced <laughs> today, by the way. Oh, did he really? Okay. <laughs> well, I, I read the article where he can't get out there and practice with everybody, and it's throwing off timing, and it's driving him nuts, which is the first time I ever heard a pro athlete say, darn, I missed practice. Yeah, he was a practice? Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, but he was out there today, so hopefully okay. that will mean big things for the Packers this weekend. So, yeah, Geronimo Allison, too. I was, yeah, was going to say that. If he's out on your waiver wire, that's probably a pretty good pickup. Uh, Lions and Cowboys. This is in the Big D. Uh, Dallas offense is just awful in the passing game. I, if there's a guy you, if there's a really deep dive you need, Cole Beasley, I guess for PPR points, he's got 12 catches, 132 yards. But this is that. That's my really desperate. Everyone's taken. Maybe go with that route for Dallas because besides Zeke Elliott, it's it's terrible offensively there. Yeah, right? unless Tavon Austin gets you like a long touchdown. The, the yeah. receivers look awful. Yeah. I it, mean, just bad. It's, it's surprisingly bad there. And then on the other side, you got this Lions team. Hey, they got plenty of good receivers with Stafford who's slinging it around again. And, uh, yeah, they're, the Marvin Jones is the one receiver that's, not, I guess, not hauling his weight because I've seen a lot of people cut him this week. But he's got 177 yards, two TDs, but with Galloway and uh, Golden Tate, 
he's get lost in the shuffle. And I, yeah, I've seen him dropped in a couple leagues this year. This, yeah, it's going to be interesting. I mean, uh, d- will Detroit come in and try to do more of a ball control? I mean, it looked like on yeah. Sunday night they were really trying to run the ball and keep it away from Brady. Mm-hmm. Do they do they go with that same concept against Dallas? Uh, you know, Dallas doesn't obviously have the offensive numbers right now yeah. that you'd probably worry about that, but it'll be interesting. I mean, who knows? They they kind of switched gears from how they looked the first two weeks of slinging it to, okay, let's let's run a little clock and have some more ball control. So, again, I, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. there's there's nothing in this game that, that I yeah. love other than the guys you would normally play. Yeah, and uh, carry on Johnson. You know, we've, we've had some questions about him, sit or start him uh, in past weeks. It looks like he, if you need him, He's a start, but I, he's probably like a running back two or three. Uh, you know, obviously you don't want him as your one unless you're that desperate. Yeah, yeah. So again, there we go with Lions and Cowboys. Well, some of the Fitz magic rubbed off, but he he still performed. But another 400 yard game for him this past week against the Steelers. Buccaneers will take on the Bears, and uh, well, Fitz magic. Here we go again, and uh, he's been the popular pickup, and. Uh, it be a little tougher, though, against this Bears defense to put up 400 yards passing this week. Yeah, you know, I mean, even though he had the three picks, uh, you know, I had him in one of my leagues, and he's still 411 yards, three touchdowns. He ran for, I think, 27 yards. I'll take those numbers every I week. I mean, the rushing almost eliminated one of those picks. Right. Yeah. You so. know, and for me, I'm like, yeah, I'll take that. Yeah. Uh, you know, so again, it was weird. Deshaun Jackson kind of disappeared a little bit. He mm-hmm. still had five targets, but he didn't do as much as, as he had been. But it looks like, granted, they were down by 20 points at halftime, right? So yeah. they kind of had to throw it around this week to, to mm-hmm. catch up. Um, I liked Peyton Barber coming into the season, and he just looks like a forgotten man. He had yeah. the, the 18-yard carry the other night, but he finished with 8 for 33. Uh, you know, had two targets in the passing game. It pretty much looks just non-existent, which mm-hmm. is disappointing for me. I took him in a couple of my leagues. Um but yeah, no, I I would still I'm playing him. I'm okay. going to play Fitzpatrick against the Bears. I know everybody's all all into the Bears defense and everything mm-hmm. and they look great, but look, you know, they were playing Sam Bradford last week. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. They were playing, you know, Rodgers picked them apart in that second half. Mm-hmm. And I know Russell Wilson didn't have a great game, but I look, the defense is good, don't get me wrong. But I don't think it's as great as all the hype that's coming out of Chicago. That secondary is going to start giving up points is what you're saying. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I, you know, I, I I'm I am agreeing with you on that because I think eventually that's going to be the case here. And uh, I mean, if you need another tight end option, if you don't, if I'm I'm sure he's owned, but or maybe you're kind of thinking uh, O.J. Howard, he is starting to get on that stardom every week uh, mode. He's got over 222 yards, a couple touchdowns, so uh, he might be on your list if you're struggling with a tight end. If I should start him, I think he's starting to become an every week starter there for the Buccaneers. And on the Bears' side of thing on the offense, Taylor Gabriel, a guy that came over from the Falcons, he had some pretty decent games. Uh, he's got 15 receptions on the year. Not a lot of yardage, but if you're in a PPR league, I think Gabriel could be a decent pickup for you. Again, if you need a really big, deep-dive receiver, he could uh, help you out there. Ten targets last week. He was the highest targeted yeah. on the team. Yeah, so that tells me they're going to the slot, and that's that's his specialty there. So uh, look out for him. Well, look, the Bucks defense, I mean, they gave up a ton of points yeah. against the Saints. I think they gave up 21 to Philly, and then you saw what happened on Monday night. So, I mean, look, yeah. if if uh, 
Trubisky is ever going to have a breakout game, I think it's going to be this week. So there you go, Bears fans. Todd's on the bandwagon for this week. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Bengals and Falcons. This one is our intriguing game of the week, I think, for uh, well, a couple purposes. I think this could be the air it out game of the week here. Yeah, you like a high score? I, I do in this one. I, I think – well, it depends. A.J. Green, a little banged up, but I think he's going to play. And uh, Dalton, he's been throwing the ball all over the place so far. You picked him up, right? So, I mean, he, he's he been going to Boyd. Boyd leads uh, Green in receiving yards 249 to 219. So, they're they're throwing it around. And with uh, Bernard, too, I was wrong on. I thought he wasn't going to have the greatest game of the world, and he had a pretty decent game. So, uh, you know, out of the backfield. So, yeah, it could be throwing it around, and we know what the Falcons have here coming into this one as well yeah you know and now that i look at the stats i think you may be right this may be a a high score um you know i tyler boyd look he's you got to start him if you have him right Mm -hmm. i mean if he's on your waiver wire he's actually was on the waiver wire in one of my leagues a couple of them yeah he's probably gone but if he's on your waiver wire snatch him up and play him um same with calvin ridley right throw him out there get him in your lineup and I just I don't love the Falcons running back situation right now. No. And here's the stat to really uh, tee off uh, Julio Jones owners like myself. Uh, Calvin Ridley has four touchdowns so far this year. Julio Jones, the past year and almost three weeks in now, uh, he has three touchdowns. Wow. Over that time span. So, yeah, and, and the Ridley targets have been really going up ever since that Philly game. Matt Ryan is looking for him. So I, I think it could be a big game once again for Ridley. And I think Julio as well. I think he'll find the end zone in this one. So. If I had a time machine, I'd be awesome with uh, <laughs> Amari Cooper and Demarius oh, Thomas. My. Take me back to 2015. I'm winning my league. Yeah, exactly. You want to talk about frustration. Oh, yeah. So here we're, we're going to get to that coming up. <laughs> Seahawks and Cardinals. Cardinals are god-awful. Seahawks, well, they're there. Russell Wilson. You you may not know it, but Wilson's got seven TDs on the year, 716 yards. So uh, I'm sticking with my Tyler Lockett pick. Okay. You know, he's he's had a touchdown each of the last two weeks. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, he's – looks like he's the number one in Seattle. And, look, Arizona, wow. David Johnson owners. You know, I'm a Kareem Hunt owner. And the difference is at least the Chiefs are winning, right? Yeah. I mean, yep. for and me, you see what they're doing offensively. They're putting up points yes. where we're, we're here. You're like, uh. and Hunt had two touchdowns last week, right? Yeah. I mean, he just doesn't didn't have a lot of yardage with it. And yeah. it's, it's one of those things where for me, if I have David Johnson and I picked him in the top three picks, I, I'm putting him in there every week because I just, yeah. I feel like you, you have to. obligated to, right? Yep. And the week you don't, you That's know, when he's going to go off. Yeah, we had yeah. a question last week. It was between Johnson, John Brown, or Chris Goodwin, or, or Godwin, and we said, look, you got to stick with David Johnson, and we broke it down. I believe Godwin actually had 1.5 more points yeah. than Johnson, but that just goes to show you, even with the touchdown last week, I think he still only ran for, what, 30 yards and, and yeah. caught, caught the ball for maybe another 30, and it's mm-hmm. just – and look, and I know it was the last – I know it was the last two series of the game, mm-hmm. but, man, Rosen just did not no. look comfortable to me. Yeah, I guess if you need a receiver uh, for the Cardinals, Christian Kirk, the rookie, if maybe he's going to have a better rapport with Rosen. He's had 12 receptions so far this year, 121 yards. He's basically been – he is their best receiver, and that's over Fitz. And Fitz, what was it, two targets last week? Two targets. That's ugh, not good. So, and that was Bradford. 
with the two targets. Yeah, so, I mean, maybe it, it gets better with Rosen with a full game, but uh, Seattle defense has been a very popular pickup on the waiver wire this week. You so. know, and we had a question from Josh on Twitter. He said, you know, look, Larry Fitz was dropped in his non-PPR league, okay, so that yeah. tells you what everybody else thinks about Fitzgerald. Yeah. And well, yeah, that's right, because that, that was that non-PPR league where I – yeah, I I I don't think he's got any value if you're not in a non-PPR league right now because – if you're in PPR, you know he's going to get the targets. He's supposed to, but like last week, he didn't. So yeah, I, you yeah. know, I don't think I'm running out there to grab him. And I think his question was, does he drop Penny for him? Now, granted, it looks like Carson's the guy in Seattle yeah, after 32 carries last week and 100 yards. Yeah, yeah. but I, you know, and then uh, uh, <laughs> Quincy from the Jets. I'll just, I'll yeah. just admit, I can't, Enua. I can't pronounce his last name. <laughs> I would, I would keep QE before I would go with Fitzgerald. Yeah. So yeah. I would say no. Yeah. So there you go. And again, we want to interact with you at draft that guy on Twitter. Follow us as well. Cause then you'll see all of our great wit and humor. <laughs> I know a lot of people respond, but make sure you follow us because then you'll see the real dandy uh. stuff. And it might get dandy in the next couple weeks here. Maybe that's why nobody's following That's us. probably no, why. We got a few followers. Yeah, we got 12. 13. Oh, oh yeah, short of this one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got Browns and Raiders. I am jacked up for this. Baker Mayfield going to the black hole. I love it. He's going to – oh, man, he's going to really give it to him, I think. I or, I don't know on the field, but I think with the fans, he's going to play around with them and uh, – you got to. So Baker Mayfield taking over for the Browns now. Antonio Callaway, I mean. I like him, you know. I think I, you got to go with him in this one because, you know, with all the Gordon stuff, what what's uh, Landry's got over 20 receptions so far. He's got a bunch of targets, but, I th- you know, he's got to go to someone else too as well. And, I, yeah, tell me about him, what, what you like here. Well, you know, and we had a question last week. It was, do I go with Callaway or Fitzgerald? Yeah. was one of our questions on Thursday afternoon before the Thursday night yeah. game. I said yeah. Callaway. Yep. And so I was watching that game, and it's funny because I was rooting for a guy I didn't even have because <laughs> I told – you know, I, I just want to make sure that I, I gave good yeah. advice. Well, it ended up Callaway had more points than Fitzgerald. It wasn't like he had a, a huge game. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, he had 11 targets. Yeah. And, you know, there was one where Taylor just – didn't get him the ball mm-hmm. or he would have had a touchdown. So I think they're going to throw him the ball. I think he's going to be the deep threat. Um, you know, so I, I like Callaway, especially, I mean, it's a no brainer if you're in a dynasty or keeper, I, I highly doubt he's on your waiver wire, but if he is, he just mm-hmm. grab him. Right. I, I, I cannot wait. I wish this game was going to be on. I, I haven't looked at the local listings, Yeah, but I highly doubt we're going to get Browns and Raiders in the Midwest. <laughs> so I'm kind of like, but I would love to watch this game. Baker, how exciting was it to watch Baker in that game on Thursday night? Yeah, it was. I, mean, I mean, it, it was, was awesome. just, and again, like I said, I watched hard knocks. So I'm kind of rooting for mm-hmm. these guys. You go, you look at the Raiders. Who's going to be the flavor of the week? Oh yeah. Yeah. Cook, Cooper, another terrible performance. Cook. After. Cooper, good. Nelson is your first three weeks. Yeah, and then Jordy went off. Yeah. You didn't even expect that. How many people had Jordy in their lineup last week? I, I Probably would, not a lot. I would have to say it was in the lower 20 percentage maybe out there that uh, had him. And that's the thing, right? I mean, Cook had, I want to say, 120-something yards in the first week. Mm-hmm. Cooper was over 100 in the second week. And then Jordy had, like, what, 176 last week. Yeah. So it doesn't look like Carr is throwing – and of course, I 
played Cooper the first week, benched him the second week, played him last week. So I'm just I'm perplexed. I don't know what to do with Cooper. And that and that's been Cooper the last year and a half. It, frustrating. It, it, it's so frustrating because he was so promising after those first couple of years, and you think he's just he's going to break out. He has the huge Thursday night game last year where he had over like 200 yards receiving, like two or three touchdowns, 11 receptions, and then you know yeah you see good stuff against Denver. And then you have last week in what are we doing? And, and Gruden, too, is also getting on Carr, saying he's overthinking it. And I, I really don't – I don't think Gruden likes Carr. I, I I, don't think he likes half his team. Does he like Carr like. more or less than Khalil Mack? <laughs> they might be on the same – I, I wouldn't be surprised if Carr's gone next year. Oh, uh, really? Just, I, I I don't think he likes him. I, I, I don't know. For whatever reason, it's – yeah, 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 and Gruden's looking for a pass rusher. So I'm up. not going to play Amari Cooper this week. We're on an even week, so I'm going to put him back on my bench. Yeah. Um, so that means he's probably going to have a monster yeah. game. Speaking of monster games, uh, wideouts are going to put up some points in this one. Uh, Saints at Giants. Now, we did talk about it is outside. It's the first outside game for the Saints this year. Their defense is giving up 337 yards through the air so far this year. So I think Odell Beckham, Sterling Shepard. I felt very lucky. Somebody got tired of Sterling Shepard in one of my leagues and dropped him, so I picked okay. him up this week. Well, I think you're going to get some points this week. Amari Cooper on the bench for me. I'm going to play Sterling Shepard instead. Yeah, it, yeah. This is going to be wideouts. If you have giant wideouts, even Saint wideouts as well, you're going to get up some points. And I think even if you're Saquon Barkley, who had what against the Cowboys, 15 receptions. And then, you know, he's he's going to be a threat out of the backfield. He could have a huge PPR game. And then, I, then on the other side, too, I had to laugh at this. Kamara had the 15 reception game out of the backfield. Did you see how many targets he got in that game? How many did he get? 20. That's insane. 20 targets Kamara had in the game against the Falcons. So, obviously, they're looking for him out of the backfield again. Well, redrafting, all right, he's your two right now, right? Gurley Kamara would be your one, too, if you could have had a uh, crystal ball. He might be number one with if he's going to get 20 targets a week as well with the rushing. It'll be interesting to see. I, you know, it'll be interesting to see what happens when Ingram comes back. Yeah, I, I, I would have to think they'll they'll use him in the passing game more. I don't think he'll get as many touches out of the out of just backfield handing off. I think Ingram they'll pound it a little bit more. Maybe that's what Peyton's doing now is just getting him out in the yeah. flat. I, I don't know. Ingram could definitely become a, a goal line yeah. uh, oh, stealer yeah. from Kamara. You know, yep. so we'll we'll see. So, again, that should be a good one for your receivers, Saints, Giants. Uh, 49ers, Chargers. Oh, uh, Matt Breida, I guess. He's probably going to be the bell cow this week for the Niners. He already has about 278 yards. So, he, he, with this uh, Niners offense now in flux, uh, it's going to be a tough go if you have, well, Kittle, the tight end, who's been pretty decent, and Marcus Goodwin, who you've been waiting for to explode. It's looking not good yeah i'm not playing any of my niners this week if i could help it i mean i don't have any niner i had jimmy g (laughs) unfortunately you know uh it just sucks right i mean you hate Mm -hmm. to see guys get injured it it especially somebody like that who has shown flashes look like he was going to make them competitive again this year and i don't care who it is you just don't want to see somebody get hurt that's just uh, you know it's crappy but, um, you know, look, it, it, that's fantasy football, right? And that's yeah. why you, you try to address that on draft day. Chargers, I think, are going to, you know, look, Detroit put 27 up on the Niners. I know they're playing from behind. Mm-hmm. KC just lit them up. 
Um, and I think the Vikings had 24 points against them. So I don't really yeah. think the Niners defense is that great. Phillip Rivers, I mean, I, I don't know who your backup is, but I would have Phillip Rivers in my lineup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Mike Williams really coming on, too. They're the number one pick from last year who was out all last year. He's now uh, challenging Keenan Allen, I think, to be the number one there. He's got 11 receptions, a uh, couple touchdowns, over 189 yards, and he, he's really looked good the last couple weeks. So I think Mike Williams is a uh, – He may be on your wire, too. Take a look. He yeah. was on one of mine. Yeah, I think he's, I think he's going to surpass Allen soon. I, I really do. Uh, let's see, Ravens-Steelers, this is always a good rivalry game. You never know what you're going to get, some weird scores in this one over the past couple of years. And, uh, you know, that, that Steelers offense, they're going to be against it this week because the Ravens, D, pretty impressive. They've only given up 170 passing yards per game so far. So, you know, you look at Juju, you look at Antonio Brown, you, yeah, they're, they're going to get their points, but it's going to be a little bit tougher against this Ravens secondary this week. Yeah, and I gave up on Crabtree. Of course, he had 10 targets last week. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, 7 for 61. He didn't have any touchdowns. And, you know, Brown, we've talked about Brown. John Brown, if you have him, I play him. He looks like the number one there, mm-hmm. which we've talked about, for I feel like, ever since week one. But uh, he looks legit. And so it, it'll be interesting. I've read a couple of places this week where even though the Ravens' defense has been solid, some people still think it's going to be a bit of a shootout. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, you know, so yeah, it'll be a fun Sunday night game. If you need, for me, if you need a tight end, take a look at Mark Andrews. Okay. From Baltimore. He All may right. be worth a flyer if you need a tight end in the tight end roulette wheel that we, we <laughs> exactly. seem, to, seem yeah. to play every week. But Give it a uh, spin. yeah, take a look at Andrews if he's available. Okay. While we're on Steelers, here we go with our weekly Le'Veon Bell uh, question here. So if you are a Le'Veon Bell owner, we, well, when I remember we asked Dominus a couple weeks ago and he, he was fielding trade offers two weeks ago. Are you – and I've even seen I, – I had a coworker tell me he was dropped in his league and he picked him up. Wow. I would obviously pick him. I would take a flyer. If he's on your waiver wire, pick him up because, if anything, he's going to be starting to miss those paychecks and he'll come back. Now, I did read James Harrison's quote and said, yeah, he should come back and fake injuries, which obviously would not help you, fantasy wow. owner. <laughs> but uh, – I gotta think it, the, the, he's coming back soon, but James Conner is playing playing lights out. So, so what do you think about the whole Bell situation? Uh, do you think I, they trade him? I mean, I'm not dropping him if I have him on my team. I mean, yeah. I'm I'm gonna ride it out and see what happens because look, you gotta, is, you gotta think long term, right? All yeah. we care about is winning in the playoffs, yeah. and I understand you have to get to the playoffs. But if I have somebody like Bell on my bench, and I'm two and one, even one and two. I'm either I'm hanging on to him, right? Because mm-hmm. he he's a game changer for you, and he can win the playoffs for you. I'm not dropping him yet. Yeah. If I can get him for not a lot, I would even trade for him right now. Mm-hmm. <sighs> you know, it's week four. If he's not back by what is it, week ten? Ten. I if he's not back by week ten, he cannot become a free agent, is my understanding. Yes. So he has to, from what I understand, or he's got to do something by then, or the trade talk has been kind of heating up a it's been simmering i guess with the jets maybe making a play for my red so well it's a kill max situation right Are correct you, would yep. you give up two first rounders for bell with obviously an extension guaranteed so mm-hmm. you're going to have him for five to six years as a nfl team would you do that it depends the situation the jets no i wouldn't because i think you still need even well you did lose some draft picks with the darnold trade then in this past draft but i i think you still you're not there if if you're the jets 
if you're like, say, the Buccaneers, or I, I know they won't do it, and I don't think they'd have the cap to redo this. Or if you're the Packers, I would do it. But, that again, this is fantasy talk, not front office talk. I know there's no way the Packers would do it, but they have. They have the ammo to do it. Yes. I, I just, man, I think that would really put them over the top. I mean, I know the offensive line's banged up, and that might not help with his running style. Or, But I I feel boy. like if they didn't pull the trigger on Khalil Mack, they – They're I not going to do it. Yeah. 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 Because they're, they're – their defense when it comes to trying to get the quarterback is pretty poor. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. it's uh, – I'm just – I'm throwing it out no, there. because I think I'm, it's great. I'm, like, I'm, I'm looking at situations where you would give up the two picks, and I – Tampa, I would. What about the Dolphins? Green Bay. Surprise 3-0. They don't have much I, out of Drake and, and Gore right now. Maybe. But but I'm looking – for them, too, I think they still need – they need to keep their picks for – for long-term to replace, like, Landry. They need more receivers. I mean, I know Kenny Stills has been decent, but, you know, down the road, I think. But, yeah, if you're in win-now mode, I, I think you do it. That's interesting, right? I mean, it, it – Who knows? John Gruden loves running backs. <laughs> Imagine that. Uh, Marshawn's been okay, right? He I has mean, been. He has been better than I expected. This he's, year. Yeah, he's been fine. I have him on one of my teams. And, you know, I had Carlos Hyde last week. By the way, thanks, Carlos Hyde. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Did he get the? Yeah, he got you an extra PPR point for catching the baby, right? <laughs> I never saw. It. Did they have it? Yeah, he had it, and then he got to the stadium. That was the deal. Wait, I thought I thought his wife was still in labor when well, the game maybe, kicked. Maybe that's what. It, yeah, maybe that's what it was, and he still got back to the stadium. So. If only there was something where you could go look. <laughs> only. Man, can somebody create that? Yeah, maybe they can. But I, you know, I'm assuming I'm assuming they did. So congratulations to Carlos Hyde and, yes. and thanks for that game, man. Happy birthday, belated. Yeah, and, and Cleveland is all, all drinking the Bud uh, Bud Light as the fridges opened up wide that night. Well, good for them, right? Yes. All right, Monday night we're closing her down as we've got Chiefs and Broncos. Well, Chiefs they're giving up a lot of pass yards on defense. We know their offense prolific. I'm looking at it at a Bronco perspective. You're trying to get Keenum to throw the ball like you did week one and get Demarius Thomas. Sanders has had a pretty decent year so far, but you're trying to get those wideouts. There may be some hope for him to have a big sling at game with, again, the Chiefs giving up 363 passing yards per game. So there might be some hope for Denver. Chiefs, I think they're going to continue to light it up. By the way, they had the baby Friday morning, so congrats. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, no word if he celebrated with a Bud Light. So no PPR points for catching the baby. <laughs> I think this is going to be again. I don't even know what the over is. I don't care. I, I'm, I'm. You're still over with the Chiefs, huh? It worked. You know what? It worked <laughs> against San Fran. It it came clean. So mm-hmm. until until I see otherwise, I, I think it's going to be a shootout, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, the defense still hasn't hasn't really shown that they're going to slow anybody down. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, I, I would be on the over. I Mahomes, I don't know I don't know what else you uh, you would need to see out of him. Yeah. Unbelievable. Okay, yeah. fine, he's going into Denver. Probably it's going to be a uh, a tough atmosphere, right? It's yep. going to be it's – a, it's a rivalry game. Yeah. Um, until I see otherwise, man, I have all my Chiefs. The, the play where he avoided the rush – Yeah, well, the – to the back end of the or yeah, where he circled around and then threw the touchdown. Unbelievable! I think yeah, I that think I read somewhere he he ran like sixty yards during that play or something ridiculous because yeah. he you know he circled around and went yeah. around and then came back on the side. He looks like the real deal to me. Yeah. Um. 
for me, Demarius Thomas, right? I don't know what to do with him. If I had Emmanuel Sanders, I would feel okay because he looks like Case Keenum's go-to guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but Thomas, man, I, I'm going to play him this week because I think it's going to be a shootout. So I'm hoping he gets some of that shootout love. But he's a question mark. And for all those that I, I think I did tell somebody still start Philip Lindsay last week. I am sorry. He punched a guy and got ejected. I, I, I did not foresee him punching somebody <laughs> and getting thrown out of the game. Damn you. How yeah, did you not which know? Which ultimately that's negative points, obviously, because that was, that was terrible. I, I couldn't believe that. I'm like, are you kidding me? So it, the, the Bronco backfield, it should be back to normal this week, but yeah. And as a hunt owner, are you liking this matchup? I mean, you got tough. Von Miller. No, I don't like anything with Kareem Hunt right now. For the record, it came out uh, a little earlier this morning. Lindsey is not going to be suspended for his ejection. I see that was the other thing, too. So if that was a question you may have, we'll see. Does he get as much love? Uh, You know, I'm also a Royce Freeman owner. Does that that mean Freeman starts to get more touches because Lindsey punched somebody? (laughs) Um, I hope. (laughs) Yeah. I I think that would be fantastic. But, yeah, I mean, I again, Hunt is kind of in the same boat for me as I was talking about David Johnson earlier. Mm -hmm. I took him with the sixth overall pick. I, I, I can't bench him. No. I mean, you just can't. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. I'll have him in my lineup. It'll be another fun Monday night game. You'll probably have to come from behind and win. But if you if you need offense going into Monday night, you're going to get it with your guys uh, on the roster. Yeah, I think so too. So there we go. We got that all matched up. Week four, there you go. I just want to make one more mention here. Michael Thomas of the Saints. If, if you don't know the incredible pace he's on right now, uh, he's had 40 targets to him. He has caught 38 balls. He's only missed two balls. He's on pace for 203 receptions right now and well over 2,000 yards, which would smash the all-time record. So uh, Michael Thomas, he is so far your fantasy wide-out superstar, hands down, if he keeps it up. Oh, he's been unbelievable. And by the way, I was talking about Amari Cooper earlier. I took Cooper instead of Mike Evans. Oops. Oh, okay. Draft day regrets, right? But Michael Thomas, unbelievable. Yeah, so, I mean, that is awesome. We'll see if he can keep that pace up against the Giants this week. But, uh, again, we're looking for you to follow us at Draft That Guy on Twitter. Interact with us. We always have a good time on there. And, yeah, we're not know-it-alls, so we don't claim to be. But we'll tell you what you think, all right? So, again, Draft That Guy at Twitter. And, again, our question of the week, is there any – in your league, you have a weird scoring system or maybe a roster system set up. We, we want to know about it. So let us know again at Draft That Guy. Yes, we might steal it if we think it's really cool. Yeah, exactly. If it helps to our advantage, we are. And then we'll, uh, like we said, we'll complain to our commissioner about it. We are about 50% last week on our start sets. I think so. So, so. so ask us. We'll, we'll try our best. Yeah, we'll give you our opinion. Yeah, you can only add, you know, 50%. Hey, that's good, right? Right. Flip a coin. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that'll wrap it up for this week's edition again. Week four, once again, draft that guy on Twitter. We we really want you. I guess if I'm really whoring it out, that's what we want you on there, man. So, again, check us out. I'm PJ. He's... I'm Todd, but the reason why you're talking about it is because that's how we get to interact with you. Well, yeah, exactly. So, man, follow us. And, yeah, we want to see you on there. We see each other all the time. We want to talk to somebody else. Yeah, we're bored with each other, so... (laughs) We're like a 50-year-old Mary couple. Yeah, exactly. I don't want to see anymore. I'm going to go on the Davenport. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So we'll see you next week. And, yeah, you'll see us at Draft That Guy on Twitter. Google Davenport for the, the younger ones out there. And Bill Fold.
Follow us on Twitter at DraftThatGuy. This is the Fantasy Football Zone. 